Blog Talk Radio. And um, 
in some cases, uh, you know, repeats every day. And I, it's just a wonderful, wonderful uh, thing to see and to know after so many years that, you know, the people are responding and there's so much... I've been able to put up so much information, but not only in radio, to, uh, but also in... Um, um, in, on uh, in writing, you know, and uh, reporting, and 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 so things that have happened in the most recent, um, you know, as they happen here in, uh, you know, it's, today is November third, two thousand fifteen, and um, you know it's now eight oh five, and the show is going on. And you're listening to the LA Steel Show, which is phenomenal, you know, uh, sounding starting to sound like Donald Trump. Um, you know, a pat on the back, but man, I'll tell you, um, I've just been so happy, and I want to thank everybody who's contributed to that audience. I I just am amazed, and I'm glad uh, there's so many. I I don't I didn't I'm almost blushing to see how many hits there there have been. Uh, you know, if people count statistics at all, but um, since June of this year, I've had over 126 million hits. Yeah, amazing. Huh? Um, the fi- uh, was it 50 million since June? Yeah, 50 million page views. 50 million page views, and um, um, you know, uh, I believe now 11, about 11 or 12 million uh, visitors. And uh, this is just phenomenal, you know. And um, you know, trying try to uh, rob uh, Rankman, my uh, web designer. A good friend, uh, you know, we've been kind of uh, scratching our heads over this, and so, you know, knowing that uh, we had faith, a lot of we had faith that we were going in the right direction. Uh, probably questioned it a few times as an audience, but I, I think that um, overall, it, it appears that we're headed in the right direction, have been for some time, and it just takes a long time to build this up. I'm finding people to be, I mean, um, these monetized. Uh, uh, website monetizers, uh, companies that are all over the place. Some are good, some bad, some you know, some just you know, uh, how can I say they're uh, you know just scams, you know. But at most, uh, you know, once you can understand the science behind it, though, to the science behind website design um, and content, uh, suddenly I, I believe that the reason. Uh, the sudden turnaround in my web design and my web content has always been there. But I opened up that art and photography website uh, Jason to it as a sub-site to mine. And what what happened was is that uh, suddenly the people that came to see my uh, work, because I always in, in, uh, in, integrated my artwork with my journalism, with my writing, with so on. But since I started, since I began my campaign for presidency, I thought it better to um, have, uh, and Rob, Rob uh, thank again Rob uh, Brackman for uh, his thought and his uh, 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 great uh, great thought was to, and he, he designed another website for me um, to, just to handle the art and my, my art because I had so much of it, so much photography and so, and, it, and blended in, and it was kind of like a um, even though I had a, a series of menus and so on, but it was, it was kind of an odd uh, thing to run. But then, when I found I could organize my left brain and my right brain, <laughs> if you will, 
you know, and and design, you know, and have a full um, uh, have a place just to dump my visual. Um, uh, and I say dump, you know, dumping my visual art, uh, or displaying my visual art, some place to display it, um, separately from my uh, journalism or my poetry or my, you know, satire or whatever that I that I'm doing. Or, or just uh, other videos that are, you know, artwork or video. Or, and sometimes I, I'll integrate some uh, photographs or something in that. But then I'll, I'll always try to. Um, but I want I'm, my my whole intention is to try to keep all my artwork and my new artwork. Uh, I have over 200 pieces in there now, a number of galleries, and and that one art art and. Uh, photography of LA still uh, website and uh, I have a link to it on a major link menu on my uh, on, on LA still show.org but I, I guess what I wanted to get across tonight was that I, I just want to thank everybody uh, for for, uh, for for coming to visit me you know it's, it's very much appreciated and um but I, you know, I don't know what I've been doing, or right or wrong, and I felt that um, over the years I've I've been, <laughs> if you can believe it, you go back, uh, you know, ten years of my writing, and you'll see how uh, uh, vitriolic and uh, 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 satirical and sarcastic I, I actually was I, I was like that on radio too but you know they uh, but uh, but you know it, it's it's funny what I was fighting back then and getting across and developing an audience then I uh, was rather difficult especially in a very 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 conservative controlled uh, media all right and um, you know in a wartime when you were anti-war and uh, you know Terrible economic times when you when you understood, you know what was happening, and when you were contesting all the all the opposite of what the conservative media was contesting, um, and uh, we were at battle on FM radio. We had a huge audience um, until uh, NPR <laughs> bought out my uh, my boss there, and uh, you know gave him a great retirement plan, and. Uh, yeah, I couldn't blame him crying all that. But we were the only. Uh, I guess you know, money's everything. But when you're 65 and you know, uh, you know, you get all this equity built up and all these stations and you know, and bright guy, say, hey, uh, it's time for me to relax and uh, take up some uh, nice change and a nice monthly income and uh, yeah, you, yeah, it's a good way to go. You know, if you got to go. But what, unfortunately, that. Um, you know that's that's how it worked, and NPR affiliate uh, bought it, bought out that chain, uh, bought out his uh, his uh, broadcast rights. But anyway, the the um, the thing I was getting at is that it's taken me 16 years now, since 1999, um, that I started this company and started uh, broadcasting on television and uh, radio. Um, I since then I I, I have been. I've, I've gained a, a considerable audience, you know, and uh, in Connecticut and around the country, and uh, I've gained a lot of attention. But again, I, 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 
I I'm not exactly sure why and how I've continued. It's just maybe it's just a matter of uh, because we really made very very little uh, uh, money in this over the last 15 years. But we've had such a major effect on so many. And uh, uh, I began this as almost as a been a nonprofit uh, uh, thing for that long, but we have been able to, I say we, myself and Lila, it's the name of my company is Steelwood Media and uh, but we uh, we established this company you know, uh, back in 2000 and uh, when, I, when I met uh, Lila and then in uh, 1999 I had already established the show and then the name, and the, the brand <laughs> and uh, then we were able to just develop, uh, develop these incredible 400 programs uh, that I'm soon to be putting all on my new channel, YouTube channel. Uh, you know, in the next uh, t- a couple of months, we'll have all these programs on. I hope it's uh, my goal. And then, you know, and then you go, you'll see another side of a uh, historical side of of the last decade and what I've seen and recorded and you know uh, um, uh, transferred onto film. You know. Uh, you already have my archives, my radio archives. I got a, about thirteen hundred, I think, or twelve hundred, or something like that. Shows on this on this uh, station on this network, and I have another two hundred and fifty original programs of the LA Steel Show on FM. And uh, it's just a it's just a fascinating uh, a journey, a very fascinating journey that 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 we've. Uh, and I've uh, come to, but now, as I said, and contemplate my next move, if you will, then my my expansion of this site and my expansion of my goals is to is to transform the um, political pundency, if you will. Um, I want I want to. I mean, with the size audience that we have now. And it's the number of readers who like what we do. I think we can. Uh, the honesty that I try to project in my in my work and my writing and my um, my art <clears throat> and on these radio shows is is that. I mean, I'm not kidding anybody uh, when I say these things, and I'm not um, overly uh, promoting that fact until I can. Uh, Effectively monetize it and 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 almost effectively handle it because it's almost like riding this huge serpent that in the air somewhere you know and you're going holy cow and it's soaring up and down and you get a million hits in one day some not sometimes um, you know uh, you know a million page views in one one day uh, it's just overwhelming to me because page views means everything in that. Is my is is something that I've written or painted or created, so just uh, uh, just amazing and to, to to be able to know that you have that that audience, but now you want I want to maintain the audience and let it grow, and the only way I can do that is by communicating to that to my audience the way I have been because I I haven't really quite understood um, who you are right now, you know. Uh, it's just kind of like been, you know, friends of friends of friends and people who have been with me for many years. Um, 
you know, return visitors. And, uh, you know, it's been, let's say, 10, let's see, the, probably 2003, yeah, when I had my, when I got my first blog, and then uh, this this one was created in 2004, and then it was uh, re- reinvented by Rob um, in uh, 2009, I believe, or 2010, 2010. And, um, you know, it's been a, it's been rock and rolling since. It's everything I've ever wanted in a website. Uh, you know, I can have video and audio and um, you know uh, uh, art and all my writings and you know categorized it all. So I mean, it, it's been a, a wonderful vision, and um, we try to keep that real. But I I, I just wanted to say thanks. Uh, sorry, I probably took up too much time saying thanks to my to, to my. All, all my audience, and um, I just want you to know that uh, I'm going to keep trying hard to come up with new stuff. Um, I've even decided I may uh, create a feature, uh, a feature um, uh, 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 menu, all right, for featured um, uh, other featured artists, um, and possibly. I, I was thinking either artists or poets. I'd like to. I mean, I, um, or even yeah, artists or or, or uh, and poets um, feature. I'd like to feature some of the some of my uh, uh, acquaintances or even some of some people that some submissions. Uh, and I, w- I would ask people to do that. But I mean, if I can do that, if I can, if if I can get a poet, one poet's. Uh, poem read by a million people. Well, I mean, think about that. It's amazing, yeah? And, uh, I mean, that poet's infamous, you know? Uh, will be uh, infamous, yeah, you know, famous. Um, and, uh, but I don't know, you know, I just have to understand the audience more. Um, for, for right now, it's a free audience. I'm not paying anybody to uh, or for for that kind of an audience, I haven't done any massive emails or any kind of uh, anything. It's just uh, an organic uh, groundswell uh, based by, on two reasons. Number one, the server updated all of their all of their um, um, their bandwidth abilities and so on to uh, uh, you know to to allow. The tremendous uh, volume of of, of um, um, traffic that I, that my site is is is, uh, is getting and has been getting, but a lot of countries, a lot of a lot of people have been blocked out from it because the band there was only so much bandwidth, and I was going under um, I was kind of under a knife there by uh, an outfit in Lake uh, Lake Mary, Florida, and uh, they were they were destroying my bandwidth. Um, and I couldn't block their IP address, uh, but um, you know they were they were coming in and doing, you know, uh, doing all kinds of damage. So, uh, but uh, they're, they're, so for some reason now that the uh, that my my server can has been so in, infinitely expanded, um, I believe that um, you know all of my figures are coming in now and they're just staggering. So. Uh, uh, no matter how many computers or how many computer-generated visits are, are eating up my bandwidth, um, 
you know, it's a, it's now I, I kind of understand my my stats a lot better, and um, understand what uh, what can, how censorship is done. But um, you know, either I I feel like either I've been lifted, um, at least my website has. This pro these shows have been severely uh, handicapped, uh, handy crippled, uh, from what I can see. But again, I, you know, it's like Donald Trump. I don't believe in the polls. And uh, I don't believe in the stats that I'm getting here. So I continue to do things. I mean, if I'm getting that kind of business on my website, it's obviously not registering here, you know, uh, on, this, on the stats that I get from this show. But nevertheless, I continue because I know and I feature these programs constantly on my site. So I know that, um, you know, for some reason my uh, my audience isn't uh, being shown here. So... Like it is on my own on my own website, but but aside from that, uh, I continue because I know we're being told. Uh, you know, I know I won't I won't spend any more time on that because I want to I don't want to discourage people. I know that I know they're they're getting this show. It's just they're not. Um, it's not being shown to me. You know, um, I think the I think the overwhelming um, the overwhelming. Um, con, if you will, the overwhelming pro and overwhelming con is is that for as much as you can say on the air, there's as much you cannot say on the air, and um, because you'll be censored, or somebody won't like what you're saying, and they'll just you know cut you off. Um, you know, um, yeah, it's just uh, kind of ridiculous. But anyway, I wanted just to uh, you know I'm going getting on here. But I want to again thank everybody for this, and uh, appreciate your. Um, <clears throat> I appreciate your um, coming. Believe me, I appreciate you coming. And uh, what I wanted to do tonight is I wanted to read some um, a couple of singeing articles that I that I think are are kind of kind of important. I'm, um, Interesting thing to me. Um, 
Rubio. For all those of you who don't know who Rubio is, uh, <laughs> Senator Marco Rubio uh, from Florida, I, uh, says that uh, this article explains who his backers are now. Uh, and uh, I'm going to uh, read this one. This is from consortiumnews.com. And uh, Senator Marco Rubio is the, fir- is, a, is the new favorite of the Republican establishment, a shift away from Jeb Bush, uh, signaled by the hedge fund billionaire Paul Singer's embrace. But Rubio earned that affection by advancing Singer's high-stakes financial fight with Argentina, uh, Jonathan Marshall reports. Um, on the morning of Halloween, the New York Times broke the scary news that Republican presidential contender Marco Rubio had won a big jackpot, the endorsement of billionaire hedge fund investor Paul Singer. But aside from citing Singer's praise for Rubio, message of optimism and work in the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, the story offered little explanation of what could prove to be a decisive turning point in the GOP primary. On the policy front, Rubio clearly meets Singer's requirements for a candidate who favors lower taxes on the rich and, even more important, a blank check for Israel's right-wing government. With his, with his hawkish stands on the Middle East, including uh, fervent uh, opposition to the Iran nuclear deal, Rubio had already won over another leading Republican bundler, uh, New York attorney Phil Rosen, a former chairman of the American Friends of Likud, and a believer that Israel's conflict with the Palestinians was and will always be a holy war. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well, Rubio is a protege of Florida billionaire Naren uh, Brahman, who has contributed at least six figures to support the expansion of Jewish settlements in the occupied territories. Uh, Rubio, you want to talk about a Zionist? Holy cow. Rubio, man. Rubio reportedly leads the all-important Adelson primary, the race to tap the virtually unlimited cash box of gambling billionaire Sheldon Adelson, the single most prominent U.S. supporter of Israeli Prime Minister um, Benjamin Netanyahu. And all that is music to singers' ears, but Ruben, Rubio, rather, uh, Rubio's work on the Senate Foreign Relations Committee is about something else altogether. His political support for Singer's effort to drain more than $1.5 billion from Argentina in payments of an old bonds uh, of old bonds that lost most of their value after the country defaulted in 2001. Singer's Elliott management brought, uh, bought that slave debt uh, several years ago for less than $50 million and then successfully sued in court to demand full recovery of the face amount. Uh, the face of opposition, I mean, $1.5 billion? He only paid $50 million for? I mean, th- this is what you call vulture capitalism, folks. Um, uh, the face of opposition from the Obama administration, most other bondholders, and above all, Argentina's government, led by President Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner. And Singer who is famous for his bare-knuckles uh, tactics 
against foreign governments, has gone after Kirchner's, Kirchner's government on all fronts. Most strategically, he supported the highly questionable claims by an Argentine prosecutor that Kirchner's government tried to cover up the involvement of the Iranian government in the 1994 bombing of the Jewish Community Center in Buenos Aires, uh, which killed 85. Yeah. Okay. And the issue was perfect for a smear campaign targeting alleged Iranian terrorism and then government anti-Semitism. Singer could undercut the legitimacy of one entity standing between him and huge profits on his speculative bond purchases. But Singer's Elliott's management is a major backer um, of American Task Force Argentina, which advocates for full repayment of the Argentine bonds and has spent millions of dollars lobbying Congress. It also spends big bucks to blacken Argentina's reputation. As Huffington Post reported in 2013, the group has launched a broad attack on Argentina in its PR campaign. Political ad paid for by the ATFA slammed the country as a safe haven for narcotics traffickers, and so on. But the article goes on, folks, and it, it is lengthy article, but but it, it's really kind of worth reading if you want to get into the nitty-gritty of uh, who uh, Rubio's campaign uh, financiers are, and what he, uh, and how he, uh, and what he did to, uh, you know, to uh, to get them. He sold us out, bent over and sold us out. You bet. That's Mr. Rubio, Marco Rubio. <laughs> Man, uh, uh, uh. Uh, let's go on. Let's go on. My goodness. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened to the picture on it. It was a nice picture on this. The Senate passes controversial CISA spying expansion bill. Yeah, this was amazing, folks. I, I, I was really surprised they did this. And, uh, well, let me just read this quickly. Ignoring criticism from the consumer advocates, consumer academics, and countless technology experts, the Senate yesterday voted... Um, 74 to 21 vote to approve uh, CISA. And you can't find a list of which politicians supported the measure here. You can find out who they were. Uh, dressed up uh, as a cybersecurity protection measure, CISA is a controversial bill that critics say dramatically expands government spying power at a time when most Americans, still stung by the Snowden revelations, uh, once such power reigned in and oversight ramped up. And I, I still agree with that. Well, Luddites in the Senate um, actually seemed to think the bill helped uh, helps promote the country from cybersecurity threats. Countless groups and experts like the EFF argue it does nothing of a sort. Of the sort. The bill is fundamentally flawed due to its broad immunity clauses Vague definitions and aggressive spying authorities claim the group. The bill now moves to a conference committee, despite its inability to address problems that cause recent highly publicized computer data breaches, like encrypted files, poor computer architecture, unupdated servers, and employees or contractors clicking malware links. 
CISA provides companies with legal immunity when sharing data about hacks and digital breaches with the Department of Homeland Security. The DHS uh, can then share that data with other government agencies, including the NSA and the FBI. And this legal immunity is why most large uh, wireless and broadband companies um, really uh, um, already tied at the hip to the nation's intelligence communities were quick to applaud the measure. So it gave them legal immunity, okay, to, to screw you and collect your data. That's right. So, of course, they were very happy about that. Your ATTs and ITTs and everybody's TTs, uh, you know, are now uh, legally uh, uh, immune to uh, cooperating with CIA and Intel and FBI. Um, the bill approved offers a constructive framework for bi-directional information sharing that will strengthen America's cyber defenses, proclaimed the CTIA, whose members include AT&T, Verizon, Sprint, and T-Mobile, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the legislature passed by the Senate today bolsters our cyber defenses by providing the liability protections needed to encourage the voluntary sharing of cyber threat information, noted the TIA, again, whose members include ATT and Horizon. Amazing, huh? Yeah. Well, well tell me that uh, we aren't screwed, folks. Tell me that. Um, let's see. I don't know. At least Bernie Sanders voted against it. That's amazing. Right. So, you know what? Just for the heck of it, when we get time, let me read to you the senators who voted for it. Yeah. Look at the traitor bastards. And guess what? If you like to know which senators voted for great domestic surveillance, here's your list. Huh. Richard Blumenthal here in Connecticut. Oh God! Oh, look at the names on this. Look at the names in the Senate that voted for to to do more spying on you. All right? Yeah, yeah. Alexander, I have no idea who that is. From Tennessee, uh, Republican. Ayotte, uh, Ayotte, rather, a Republican from New Hampshire. Barrasso, Republican from Wyoming. Uh, Bennett, Democrat from Colorado. Blumenthal, a Democrat from Connecticut. Blunt, a Republican uh, from Missouri. Uh, Boozman, <laughs> a Republican from Arizona. Boxer, uh, the Democrat from California. You know who she is, right? Barbara Boxer. You know, I thought she had some integrity, that woman. No, no, instead she's sat in there. More spying. More and more spying. I love more spying. Yes, uh, Barbara. Uh, Burr, I'm not sure who he is. Republican from North Carolina. Cantwell, surprised he's still around. Department of uh, Democrat from Washington. Uh, I think that's Washington. W-A, yeah, I think that's Washington. Um, Capito. 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 Oh, Capito. Uh, 
Republican from West Virginia. Carper, Democrat from Delaware. Casey, a Democrat from Pennsylvania. Uh, Cassidy, Republican, Louisiana. Coates, Republican, Indiana. Cochran, Republican, Mississippi. Collins, Republican, Maine. Corker, Republican, Tennessee. Corn, Republican, Texas. Cotton, Republican. Why is there 99% of these guys are Republican? Cotton, uh, R, Republican, Arkansas. Um, Donnelly, Democrat, Indiana. Durbin, Democrat, Illinois. Enzi, Republican, Wyoming. Ernst, Feinstein, Fleischer, Flake, Gardner, Gildebrand, uh, Grassley, Hutt, Heinrich, uh, Heitkamp, North Dakota, um, Hirono, Democrat, Hawaii, uh, Hoeven, 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 Hoven, Hoven, yeah, Hoven, Republican, North, uh, North Dakota, Inoue, Inoue, uh, in your face. Uh, Republican Oklahoma, uh, Isaacson, uh, Republican Georgia, Johnson, Republican Wisconsin, Kane, uh, Republican or Democrat Virginia, King, uh, Democrat or uh, Independent Maine. Uh, doesn't mean much as independent there. And the list goes on. There's 74 guys. But here are, here are my heroes, the ones who voted against it. Uh, Baldwin, Democrat, Wisconsin. Booker, Democrat, uh, New Jersey. Brown, Democrat, Ohio. Cardin, Democrat, Maryland. Coons, Democrat, Delaware. Crapo, Republican, Indiana. Danes, uh, Republican, Montana. Franken, Democrat, Minnesota. Heller, uh, Republican, Nevada. Leahy, Democrat Vermont, Lee, Republican Utah, Markey, Democrat Massachusetts, Menendez, Democrat New Jersey, Merkley, Democrat Oregon, Reich, uh, Republican Indiana, uh, Idaho, uh, Sanders, uh, Independent Vermont, Sullivan, Re- Republican Arkansas, Tester, De- Democrat Montana, Udall, Democrat New Mexico, Warren, Democrat, Massachusetts. Wyden, Democrat, or So, I mean, it's interesting. That's good. These are the, those are the brave souls that voted against it. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry that Warren wasn't running for president this year. Um, you know, uh, we could have used the person with that instead of what we got. Uh, Hillary. Hillary Billary. And that's what we got. Hillary Billary. So... Anyway, that's enough for that one. And let's go back to uh, other stuff here. Uh, (laughs) I got some funny stuff coming over. Oh, here's something really interesting. I thought new new ruling finds cannabis to be the most medicinal plant in the world. Yeah. Hang on one second. Uh, More than a dozen U.S. states have now completely decriminalized the act of processing 
possessing marijuana, and both Colorado and Washington have made it legal to possess. Sell, transport, and cultivate the plant, but soon it may be legalized across the entire country following a decision Thursday by the federal government. In an historic and significant moment in American history last November, uh, Colorado became... Uh, I hate pop-up ads because they just block you up. Um, in a historic and significant uh, moment in American history, last November, Colorado became the first U.S. state to legalize marijuana for recreational use. The impact of the decision could soon ripple across the entire country with, with um, vast opportunities to educate millions on the top health benefits of marijuana. With the passage of uh, 1-502 in the 2012 Washington state election, marijuana also became legal in Washington, not just for medical use, but also for recreational use, and Alaska. California, Connecticut, Maine, Massachusetts, Nevada, New York, Nebraska, North Carolina, Ohio, Oregon, and Vermont have all decriminalized marijuana. Consumptions and sales of marijuana is still illegal in other states, though some cities and towns have passed local laws decriminalizing it or making it a low priority for law enforcement officers. There are also movements in many states to legalize pot, including legislation uh, legalization bills introduced in many other states. For other states to mimic the state, the system in Colorado and Washington, they will first have to get legalization laws on their ballots or in their state houses, which could post a challenge, he said. And after Washington State and Colorado passed laws in November 2012, legalizing the consumption and sale of marijuana for adults over 18, lawmakers in both states waited to see whether the federal government would continue to prosecute pot crimes under federal statutes in their states. And um, both Colorado and Washington have been working to set up uh, regulatory systems in order to license and tax marijuana growers and retail sellers but have been wary of whether federal prosecutors would come after them to do so, to, for, for doing so, rather. They are the first states to legalize pot and therefore to go through the process of trying to set up a regulatory system. And the ruling signal, the end is near for marijuana prohibition. Last Thursday, the Department of Justice announced that it would be not prosecute marijuana crimes that were legal under state law, a move that could signal the end of the country's long-time prohibition on pot is nearing. It certainly appears to be potentially the biggest, the beginning of the end, um, said Paul Armantano, deputy director of the pot lobby group Normal. The um, memo uh, sent to states Thursday by the DOJ, Department of Justice, said that as long as the states set up comprehensive regulations governing marijuana, there would be no need for the federal government to step in and um, uh, a decision that will save the Justice Department from having to use its limited resources on pr prosecuting individuals for growing or smoking marijuana. This memo appears to be set
sending the message to states regarding marijuana prohibition that is a recognition that a majority of the public in some states, a majority of lawmakers, no longer want to continue down the road of illegal cannabis and would rather experiment with different regulatory schemes of license and retail sales of cannabis. And, uh, you know, that's, and it goes on. It's quite a lengthy article, actually. I highly recommend it. But of all the, I, I, I just wanted to um, say that um, that what I like is it says the, the age of deception is ending. In 2003, the U.S. government, as represented by the Department of Health and Human Services, filed for and was awarded a patent on cannabinoids. The reason because research into cannabinoids allowed pharmaceutical companies to acquire practical knowledge on one of the most powerful antioxidants and neuroprotectants known to the natural world. The U.S. Patent 6630507 was specifically initiated when researchers found that cannabinoids had specific antioxidant properties, making them useful in the treatment and pro, uh, prophylaxis of wide variety of oxidation um, associated diseases. <laughs> uh, excuse me one second. Uh, lost my place here. Um, useful in the treatment of, of prophylaxis of wide variety of oxidation associated diseases such as ischemic that's a new one for me. Age-related uh, inflammatory and autoimmune diseases. The, ca the cannabinoids are found to have the cannabinoids are found to have particular um, application as neuroprotectants. For example, in limiting uh, neuroscience or rather neurological damage following the uh, ischemic insults, such as stroke and trauma, or in the treatment of neurodegenerative diseases such as Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, and HIV dementia, uh, non-proactive cannabinoids such as cannabinoil um, are uh, cannabinoil, uh, cannabid oil, cannabid oil, <laughs> are particularly advantageous to, for, to use because they avoid toxicity that is encountered with psychoactive cannabinoids at high doses, useful in the method of the present invention. Besides the top uh, health benefits below, finding published in the journal uh, PLOS-1, researchers have now, had now, have now discovered that marijuana-like chemicals trigger receptors on human immune cells that can directly inhibit a type of human immunodeficiency virus, or HIV, um, found in late stages of AIDS. That's amazing. And recent studies have even shown it to be an effective atypical antipsychotic in treating schizophrenic, schizophrenia, rather, a disease many studies have consistently found it, um, it causing. And let me let me go just briefly through the uh, through the, the many diseases that it uh, affects. Um, cancer um, that works on that. Uh, Tourette syndrome, seizures, migraines, glaucoma, 
Um, marijuana's treatment of glaucoma has been one of the best documented. There isn't a single valid study that exists that disproves marijuana's very powerful and popular effects on glaucoma patients. And multiple sclerosis, marijuana effects on multiple sclerosis patients uh, became better documented when former talk show host Montel Williams began to use pot to treat his MS. And marijuana works to stop the neurological effects and muscle spasms that come from the fatal disease. ADD and ADHD, a well-documented USC study done about a year ago, showed that the marijuana is not only a perfect alternative for Ritalin, but treats the disorder without any of the negative side effects of the pharmaceutical. Wow, that's huge. And you wonder why so many kids smoke smoke weed. You know, it's because they, they it's like they're Ritalin. It's amazing. So much better for you. IBS and Crohn's, that's amazing too. Marijuana has shown that it can help with symptoms of the chronic diseases as it stops nausea, abdominal pain, and diarrhea. Nine, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's, folks. Despite what you may have heard about marijuana's effect on the brain, the Scripps Institute in 2006 proved that the THC found in marijuana works to prevent Alzheimer's by blocking the deposits in the brain that cause the diseases. It's a miracle drug, folks. And the premenstrual system, um, like just like marijuana is used to treat IBS, it can be used to treat the cramps and discomfort that come causes PMS symptoms. Using marijuana for PMS actually goes all the way back to the Queen Victoria. That's right. And um, mounting evidence suggests raw cannabis is best. Um, cannabinoids can prevent cancer, reduce heart attacks by 66%, and insulin-dependent diabetes by 58%. Wow. Cannabis uh, clinician uh, Dr. William Courtney recommends drinking four to eight ounces of raw flour and leaf juice from any hemp plant. Wow. Uh, five megabounds of cannabinoid, body weight, a salad, a hemp seeds, spout. And, I mean, this is a, like a recipe for for uh, cancer reducing heart attacks. I mean, it's amazing. And insulin-dependent diabetics. So here's a here's a, 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 a hemp recipe. Why raw hemp? Well, heat destroys certain enzymes and nutrients in plants. Incorporating raw cannabis allows for a greater ability of those elements. Those who require large amounts of cannabinoids without the psychoactive effects need to look no further than raw cannabis. In this capacity... It can be used at 60 times more tolerance than if it were heated. And raw cannabis is considered by many experts as a dietary essential. As a powerful anti-inflammatory and antioxidant, raw cannabis may be right, uh, may be right uh, there, right you there. I don't know the, may be right there with garlic and uh, turmeric. Um, so anyway. That was from the Waking Times uh, and Arthur Marco Torres. A very, very good article. I suggest you go to it and check this out. I'm, I've bookmarked it, so I don't intend to lose it. And uh, um, I'm going to even send this to... Uh, i post this somewhere, too. So, anyway, 
I just wanted to thank everybody tonight. Uh, we've got a few more minutes. Um, it's done up fine. Hmm. I thought this was kind of interesting. You know, Everybody, oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's take in all this, all this series and people and all this stuff, you know. Ooby dooby doo. But this 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 is written by a by kind of a crazy lady. Um, but it's kind of like an Ann Coulter, but more uh, anti-Muslim, uh, you know. And she uh, she's Jewish. But her name is uh, what's her name? Pamela Geller. She's the crazy lady that started that thing down in uh, in Texas uh, to you know to, to do all those uh, uh, anti-Muslim uh, pictures, you know, and uh, it's craziness. But anyway, her, her article is kind of interesting because what it says is Europe is now scrambling for guns. Shotguns have virtually sold out in Austria. <laughs> I think that's that's kind of. Well, I, guess, I guess this is true. I'm saying, well, maybe. Uh, but the Daily Mail, uh, which is a reputable paper and uh, um, a standard paper in England, uh, reports this, that she got it from. It says, is there ever a cautionary tale for America's enemies of freedom in the Second Amendment? This is it. Shotguns have virtually sold out in Austria as citizens rush to buy arms amid fears of massive influx of migrants. It was claimed. There are now thought to be an estimated 900,000 firearms in Austrian homes, and police say around 70,000 guns have been sold this year alone in Austria, and dealers say the shotguns have almost sold out because they don't need a permit, and women are driving the sales rush as fear grows amid the influx of refugees. And weapon sales are soaring. This is from the Daily Mail. Weapon sales are soaring in Austria as citizens of the small alpine nation become paranoid over the number of refugees crowding into their country. In a country of 8.5 million people, there are now an estimated 900,000 firearms in the home. That's <laughs> uh, one in eight people. Uh, the guns, uh, see, the, the gun dealers uh, report that it is women driving their sales rush this year alone. Police say 70,000 guns have been sold. Virtually all shotguns are concurred I'm sorry, currently sold out because you need no permit for them. Um, and uh, <laughs> it just goes on and on, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, there's a, uh, I don't know if that's a quick video here. Oh, yeah, there it is over. And, and you got Austrians running to buy arms. This is check. Uh, I guess wherever they're taking these people in, man. Using uh, a broken doorknob is not as difficult as you may think. Remove the trim from the doorknob by removing the two screws that hold it to the door. You can't even shut these jerks off. Sorry. <laughs> I got you. The advertising on the internet sucks. Um, bracing for another invasion. Uh, the Czech site reflects awareness of the major events in Western history. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, I uh, I just wanted to say that I uh, it's a mess over there. 
mess. And uh, it really is a mess. And maybe I can leave with this last uh, thing. Uh, I don't know. So Bernie Sanders exposes how Republicans created a phony crisis to cut Social Security disability. And they did do that, by the way, in the, in the new uh, budget that Obama had to sign. Ranking Senate Budget Committee member Bernie Sanders has re- released um Ranking Senate member Bernie Sanders um, has released a new report that details how Republicans are manufacturing a phony crisis in order to cut Social Security benefits for millions of disabled Americans. The Sanders report explains how and why Republicans have created a fake crisis in order to cut disability benefits. On the very first day of the new Congress, House Republicans passed a rule later adopted by the full House that would prevent the common practice of rebalancing funds. What that does is lay the groundwork for a 19% cut in disability benefits. That's a horribly devastating cut for individuals, most of whom are in their 50s and the poor health to absorb beginning next year. In fact, since most disability recipients barely uh, receive barely 1200 a month, a cut of nearly 20% would mean the difference between affording food, medicine, clothing, or paying bills. It is an unspeakable option and one that we are determined to prevent. Well, earlier this month, President Obama suggested a budget that would do exactly what has been done 11 times in the past, and no to rebalance funds between the programs. And the response by the House to block that is merely an attempt to manufacture a crisis where none existed. What is really happening here is a cynical attempt to divide the senior population from the disability community. And in the process, they have making untruthful, unfair statements about Social Security trust funds by insisting that relocating money into the disability fund takes money away from the retirement fund. Nothing could be further from the truth. And... Senator Sanders added, Republicans are manufacturing a phony crisis in Social Security in order to cut the earned benefits of millions of the most vulnerable people in this country. The American people won't let them get away with it. At a time when millions of Americans with disabilities and senior citizens are struggling to pay for food, medicine, and heat, we should expand, not cut Social Security. The Republicans plan to cut benefits for 2 million disabled children were among the 11 million Americans who receive Social Security disability. The Republican scheme is typical of the cynical and divisive politics that the majority of the current Congress has fully embraced. Congressional Republicans specialize in manufacturing crisis for political gain. I mean, two million children. These guys have no heart. They have no heart, no heart, no compassion for mankind. These, 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 these demons, these demons of, uh, not even human, these Republican demons, uh, I tell you. Uh, the Republican scheme is typical of cynical and divisive politics that the majority in the current Congress have fully embraced. Congressional Republicans specialize 
and manufacturing crisis for political gain. The American people love Social Security, and they aren't going to let Republicans get away with croning, conning millions of people who have paid into the system out of their benefits. The attack on the disabled is a new twist to the same old Republican plan to kill Social Security. It is once again time for the American people to stand up and tell Republicans no. Yeah, that's pretty damn sick, folks. I don't know why anybody thinks Republicans are worth saving. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. I mean, they'd let two million kids die, starve to death. Two million disabled children are cutting off benefits for. That's that's absolutely heartless. And yet, expanding the defense budget by thirty-one billion dollars. Do you tell me what the hell is going on, folks? <sighs> anyway, that's why I do this show. It's not for love. It's for truth. And with that, I'm going to let you go tonight. Uh, thank you very much for being with me. And uh, wish you the very best. 